You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Triple Options back in the house, and it's NFL draft time. That's right. We are going to be dissecting, analyzing, giving our comparisons. Adam, resident NFL expert. Oops, got to go that way. Resident NFL (laughs) expert is going to give his one-player mock draft of where he thinks that former Florida State defensive end, one-year wonder, Jermaine Johnson is going to go. This is going to be all Jermaine Johnson. The kid was an absolute phenom for Florida State in his one year. For a five-win team, only being here one year, it is very strange to talk about how much like impact somebody could have, but Jermaine did. So this show is going to be dedicated to him, going to break down his film, talk about comps, predictions, all that good stuff. Guys, before we get into the film, first, how rude. Say what's up to the people, Adam and Kev. What up, people? What up? Perfect. Energy personified. (laughs) All right. Let's talk about it. What do we think of Jermaine Johnson as like, obviously we know an outstanding college football player, all everything on Florida state's defensive line for them this year. But what do we think about how he projects as an NFL player? Like what are sort of the, some of his traits that are going to carry over well to the league, Adam? I, I mean, I think you're talking length, strength, effort, um, you know, he could be a scheme fit for the three, four, or the four, three, mm. uh, four, three with his hand in the dirt, three, four, if you stand him up, uh, I mean, he showed a lot, he was able to show a lot of those skills this year, Florida state, they stood him up and played him in the Fox role a little bit. They also let him put his hand down as, as a true pass rusher. He's not an elite athlete and he's a little bit older at 24 going into the league. Um, right. You know, that's, that's a little bit older. It's closer to where guys are typically getting that second contract. So I think that that might be a little bit of a knock against him, but, um, 
He's a guy. He, he's a Kevin. And I were talking a little bit off air beforehand, and I don't want to steal his thunder, but he's a really high four uh, pass rusher, in my opinion. I'll let Kev expound upon that a little bit farther. Kevin, expound away. Yeah. So um, I'm gonna let the film kind of support my points here. So this is this is some highlights. Um, I think what he does really well, um, probably what sets him apart as a pass rusher day one, is his ability to use to use hands. Um, so <clears throat> you see here, he's got a good few first step, um, but that that swipe really gets him by. His hand use is um, pretty advanced for someone coming straight out of college into the league, and I think that that's kind of what contributes to that floor. Um, that that's usually something when you see high high pick high defensive end picks like Jadavian Clowney they've been able to just outpower or out athlete people. Um, he's kind of he's more of a probably a lower ceiling than someone like that, but mm-hmm. uh, kind of has the tools that you want to be able to play day one and, and slot in uh, as a rookie. Yeah, definitely more more polished, right? A lot more versatile, a lot more moves, both positionally and just sort of with the, the different methods that he use. He's not just a bull rush. He's not just a speed rush. I'm with you guys. I think it's as far as like edge prospects go, he seems like a pretty like he's a good bet. He's you almost want to say he's a safe pick, even though when you there's kind of a negative connotation that comes around that. But uh, out of all the edge guys, I mean. I feel like with Jermaine Johnson, you know what you're getting the most out of him compared to like Michigan's Aiden Hutchinson or like a, a really kind of the, not the polar opposite of Jermaine, but like a Kayvon Thibodeau yeah. where it's like all athlete. Yeah. And then there are some of those question marks around the, the versatility of moves and kind of the strength and things like, God dang, that is disgusting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, he was a guy that uh, <laughs> coming into the process here, hammer. Uh, he was obviously on the radar but has found himself really rising up, uh, you know, the whole mock draft boards and all that nonsense, but oh, up draft board, up draft boards, uh, with, with a strong, you know, postseason workouts, you know, at the combine, they came in the pro day and put up, put up good numbers, uh, for what he, what he did do at the pro day. I think all he did was bench. He put up a good bench number. Um, you know, teams are going to fall in love with him. I think, uh, I think it's a safe bet. He's going to go in the first round. We'll see where, and I'll give my prediction at the end and we're, Going to do a little player uh, NFL comp for him and take a look at that too. But uh, yeah, I, I, I think that those guys have higher ceilings and that's why you're going to see them go before him. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's a guy that's going to be happy. I mean, I tell you right now, I'd be freaking thrilled if the Eagles took him. Oh, yeah, yeah. I wonder if that's going <laughs> to shade your prediction at all. Well, it is interesting because it was a guy that bef- like fringe first rounder for a while and then he turned so many heads at the senior bowl that yeah. that's when this the talk of like top 20 top 15 some i've seen top 10 and some so it's going to be interesting to see where he falls now adam you talked about positional versatility mm-hmm. um hand in the dirt two feet uh where do you think do you think he's better at either one of those like what like i wonder what sort of nfl team would be the best fit for him because a lot of your success in the nfl uh falls on what team you get lucky enough to be drafted by. Yeah. I mean, I think that he could play in either. I think he's best suited to play in a four, three with his hand in the dirt Okay, because you know, a big long guy like that tends to give his chest up when he's standing up. So I, I think that that's something you would be concerned about, but obviously, you know, they, they work on all that stuff. And when you're a freak <laughs> athlete, like he is, um, yeah, you're going to find a way to be successful and, and he works hard. 
And that's an important thing that a lot of times gets lost when we're talking about success and bust in the draft. You know, a lot of it's their 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 effort and their mindset. Right. This, this is a dude that works his ass off no matter what. Um, so if you tell him to go play defensive tackle, he's going to do whatever it takes to go play defensive tackle. Um, so I think he could fit anywhere. I don't think he'd be a great fit like a Y9 scheme, um, uh, like the 49ers. They, they like to set their pass rushers real wide and get them up the field. That's not his game. Uh, he's definitely built a little bit off that first step in power. Um, so, you know, like the Eagles, um, I think that the, the Seahawks, I think the Minnesota Vikings uh, would yep. be a good fit for him. You know, and I'm looking at all teams there in that uh, top 15-ish range. I think that all those teams would be a good fit for him. My God, did he just annihilate Miami? Yeah, I agree that I think the character and the leader stuff, a lot of times, sometimes in the NFL draft, it's so, there's so much analysis put on that, that I feel like that character stuff is almost sometimes overblown, but it is very important. He's not going to be worrying about him grinding on butts and like Cleveland dive bars, Johnny football style. He's going to be a worker. He's going to be, he's going to be singularly locked in and focused. Kevin, what what about like is as far as like the one trait of his game that impresses you the most with Jermaine? Is it was is it the versatility of moves? Is it like a converting speed to power? What about him really jumps off and says, Yes, this guy, he may not be the best edge in the draft, or maybe you think he is. I don't know. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but what's the one trait that he has that really says this guy is going to be a productive NFL player for a while? So I, I think it really comes down to a, a kind of a point AB was making, which is I think he's a really intelligent player. Um, mm. You, it's it's something that's a little bit harder to quantify, but he's a guy that there's not a single Florida State fan that watched him this season that didn't have him jump out on the screen, and it's because he has a he has a knack for making plays, and I, I think that comes down to a certain uh, intelligence, a certain awareness on the field. Um, this I think this is a a prime example for of this. So this is in the Clemson game. He's at the top of the screen. So he, uh, gets kind of stagnated on a bull rush, uh, but gets into the chest of the tackle, pulls him down. And instead of trying to get a big hit, what he does is he sees, uh, DJ Uangalale rearing back for a pass. Ooh, that was nice. That was nice. Yeah. That, <laughs> you nailed that pronunciation brother. Uh, and, and he gets his hand out, taps it away, picks up the fumble and scores a touchdown. And that's yeah, just a big time play. Um, I think I think you would see a lot of college guys instead of instead of getting that one hand out, you would see them try to lunge for the quarterback or try to get the sack. Um, but instead, I think he's a really intelligent player. He plays with his hands. Um, so I think that's kind of where he stands out and why I think, yeah, he might be a safe pick, but a safe pick's not a bad pick. He's uh, I think he's the kind of guy that's going to be around the ball making plays. And I do like that. It's not the type of, of pass rusher, and you guys can all think of, I'm sure, a multitude of examples. They pick the move that they're going to do before the play, and it's like, okay, this is speed rush. They do speed rush. It doesn't work. Okay, I'll get them on the next one. Jermaine Johnson is a guy that if his first move isn't, you know, isn't as effective, like on that Clemson play, he will switch to a different tactic mid-play. And I think that really does scream his intelligence. And he's got the he's got the the technique versatility to where um like I said, guys, like we're saying safe pick and all this, but this guy, any team that gets him is going to be extremely happy. So Adam, what do you think as far as this it's it's player comp season, right? It's all about the comps. Who who, who does Jermaine Johnson remind you of it from a current NFL player standpoint? 
Yeah, Kevin and I were talking about it, and I had been doing a little research. Um, Ooh, Ma- Max did. Crosby is a guy that uh, he kind of looks a lot like. Game similar, he plays for the Raiders. Uh, we pulled a little bit of his highlights from this year. We'll kind of let this, the, the film speak for itself, but you see a lot of the same traits. Uh, good first step, powerful. Number 98 for the non-Raiders fans, yep. right? Yeah, yes, correct. <laughs> yes, this guy. Oh, there you go. Oh, and he likes to have to shoot the team visible arrow. That's a fun celebration. Yeah, he's at the So not a, the not a natural there. bender, like elite athlete, like a Brian Burns, you know, just going to run by you. But he's an explosive guy. You, you know, you could do a lot of things with him. Obviously got some scheme versatility. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's got the same kind of length that Jermaine has and the same... You'll see the same thing with Jermaine. So he's at the bottom of the screen. He he fights off the first block. He keeps moving, keeps those feet chugging, and eventually great gets hands. the ball. Yeah, just good hands. always working, always working the hands, which is key to being a great pass pass rusher. Yeah, you could really see that as far as like the effort there. That was very uh, Johnson esque. Like just any anything that he can do to disrupt, like timing, throwing lanes, things like that. The play's never over. Oh, no, not my Dolphins, guys. Come on, what are we doing here? <laughs> Should have cleared these highlights. Um, yeah, it is funny, dude. This is a good comp. Good research, Adam. They do they do look eerily similar as far as the way they play. Yeah, and I, I think uh, to give some impression, uh, Crosby was a was a pro bowler this, this year, I believe, right? So, yeah, I think it was the first one he's made, too. So this is his uh, second or third year in the league. He's... He's, I think there's a very similar trajectory for Jermaine Johnson in, in the best kind of case scenario where you see two, three years down the road, there's really not that big of a, a learning curve for him to kind of go from where I think he's going to be a contributor day one to being someone um, here talking about being one of the, to, to, to kind of standing out on the field in a couple of years. Um, whether or not he's going to be Pro Bowl cal- caliber in a few years is, is up to be determined, but I think he has some of those intangibles that you see in Crosby here. Yeah. It's where he like slots in, in the league, like one of those, like maybe, maybe not mentioned in the same, like rarefied air as like a TJ Watt or something like that. But maybe somebody like, if you remember a guy named Everson Griffin for the Vikings or like a Jarrell Casey for the Titans, there's always like double digit sack guys. Some of the best in the league for whatever reason, they were never mentioned at like the tippy top, but like clearly the best pass rushers on their team. I'm interested Adam, as far as like his draft placement, because he is such a like a ready made, like ready to contribute type prospect, does a team that is looking to get over the hump into like playoff or Super Bowl contention, do they trade up for him? Do they reach for him a little early to where maybe Jermaine Johnson's the benefit of a team like we really just need a consistent pass rush and that's like our last little like uh seasoning in Zagumbo and they uh they go for Jermaine. So Adam Kuyper Jr. with a much <laughs> more luxurious head of hair. Of course. Lay it on me, brother. Where is he going? Yeah. Give I don't, us your I, official. I think this is going to be a wild draft. I love the draft. Uh, I think oh, it's going to yeah. be wild. I think there's going to be tons of trades. I don't want to do the whole predict teams trading up and that kind of stuff. I've seen okay. people mocking him as high as ninth to the Seahawks. And I think that, that fits a little, I think that fits a little bit of what you're talking about because there's some fault that Pete Carroll might be on his way out in the next mm-hmm. couple of years. Takes a Takes a ready-made player right now, plugs him in a defensive end. I'm I'm going to go with the Vikings. I think it. I think at number twelve, he slots in well for the Vikings. They've got a need on the defensive line and a defensive end. Mike Zimmer's out. They've got an offensive-minded coach coming in. Um, but 
it makes some sense. They they've got a big need there. They they need to you know they need to continue to improve their defensive line. They're they're strong in the middle. They've got to get better on the edges. They've got to get guys that can get after the passer to get to Aaron Rodgers. Um, so yeah, my prediction is he's going to make it to twelve, but Minnesota Vikings, and then he's going to come off the board. Any teams that would fit Jermaine best from like a scheme standpoint? Any like any like defensive schemes? And I know I'm kind of throwing this on you, but any like any like team defense that you see like, oh man, Jermaine would fit in nicely there. Any that like jump out at you? Yeah, Besides the Eagles. the Eagles, because yeah, okay. Were you going to say the Eagles? Yeah, yeah. he fits. Okay, actually, why? He actually why fits that? really well with the Eagles. Is they are doing? They do a lot of five-two stuff, so I think he could slot inside and work, work uh, yep. as a four-eye uh, for for the Eagles. Some they could do some different things with him, some different games, and they could slot him as like a seven-tech. Also, do you I think, think he's he big enough to to slot in as a four-eye? I think that they could do it some in situational in specific packages. Yes, I think that they could do that with him. Um, okay, that's interesting. They went out. They went out and signed uh, Hassan Reddick from the. Um, from the Panthers to come in and play a stand-up uh, edge rusher, I think that you could slot him and Jermaine next to each other. It's like a four-eye and uh, and put uh, Reddick off the edge and do some twist games with those guys, do some fun stuff. But I do think he would fit well. They they did a little bit with the with uh, Josh Sweat this year, former Seminole. Who's oh uh, that would be fun. Have them two on the same team. Uh, <laughs> wh- where did the Eagles pick? Where's their first? Pick uh, fifteen. They 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 pick a fifteen and nine. 15, yeah, 15 and 19 or 15 and 18. I can't remember which one. That's that's right there. Adam, I don't know. Are you a Jersey guy? Would you would he would Jermaine Johnson be absolutely Jersey? Jermaine Johnson would have a jersey Need hanging it? on my wall immediately? <laughs> yes, one thousand percent. I wouldn't wear it because I don't wear other people's names on my back, but uh, oh I bet yes. you do. I bet you got like I bet you got like an old Jaworski jersey or something. Oh, Vinny Papali. Hey, like I know. I, I have Philly friends. I understand how you people think. I actually do uh, like Philadelphia fans. I'm one of the few non-Philadelphia uh, fans. You're not getting a battery thrown at your head. No, 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 dude. I rep <laughs> the people. DeLisandro's cheesesteaks, broccoli rob. DeLisandro, what? Yeah, right. That's like that's like the you, you, what do you like? Geno's and Pats. You're a tourist or some shit. Of course, shit? Yeah. yes, of course. Okay, fake Philly fan. I mean, he's from Delaware, <laughs> so you know. Listen, I probably had Scrapple way more times than you have. There's that's not a freaking chance. I am. Look at me. I am Scrapple. Okay, <laughs> Scrapple. come on, big dog. Right, let's let's move on. Okay. Well, Adam is Scrapple. Kevin, what do, you, what do you have? Do you are you are you a food item, or do you have any other things to add on what Adam said about his predictions for Jermaine Johnson? Yeah, I would I would probably add that. Uh, I think he is he's more of a four three guy. Uh, I'd be hesitant to to pick him if I was uh, a three four kind of guy, three four kind of defense, just because uh, those those ends those those rush ends for the the three fours tend to be more of the linebacker type, um, someone that's going to be asked a little bit more to be kind of dropped back into coverage. And I, I don't think that's really his strength. Um, but I, I mean, I think he's, I think he's good enough. And like AB was saying earlier, I think he could, he could work his way to, to being a contributor on a three, four. I just don't think that would be his natural strength. Okay. So this is what we think, just a breakdown of what we think. We think 12 to 15 is the sweet spot as far as where he fits teams. He's getting drafted. Jermaine can play in multiple styles of defense. Obviously, we think that he'd be better for a team that puts the hand in the ground more. Strengths, intelligence, technique versatility, positional versatility, effort, motor, character. Um, He's going to go. We're we're pretty damn confident he's going to go in the first round, and he's going to make Florida State proud, man. And 
it's going to be, it's going to be a nice celebration of when this kid gets drafted. He's going to earn every single cent. He, uh, he could have packed it in multiple times during this season (laughs) and he did not. And for a season that was objectively not great, there were still a lot of great times that came out the Miami games, North Carolina games, things like that. And they were all products of having Jermaine Johnson on the team. So Jermaine, we salute you. Uh, and we'll be watching on Thursday to hear your name get called. Hit us with a little, hit us with a little chop. So let's get out of here for the scrapple man, Adam Brown, for uh, for, <laughs> for the pork roll, Kevin Little. I am a delicious pork and broccoli, Rob, the Nick sandwich. And my name is Trey Roland. We love you. We love Philly. Chopping it up. Never stop chopping. Go Jermaine. Chop, chop.